guys, welcome to Wildfire Kingdom. Um, I am Jessica, Nathan's wife, and I'm going to open us in prayer and see if we can ask God to help guide us and see if he can help keep our attention on the points that we need to talk about. Um, so, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for having this opportunity of us to be together where we can worship you and talk to you and learn about you and have an open space where we can ask questions safely and and learn because it's not all to be told sometimes it's to be questioned and looked at and find answers um lord be with the moms today as it's mother's day and it's a tough day it's a tough world to live in being a mom right now especially if you're a working mom or a mom who works from home and all the stuff we have to do um and be with the sick and Help us to focus and stay on task today and get through this wonderful sermon that Nathan's about to bring to us. In your heavenly name, amen. Pass the talking stick to her father, please. Thank you, that was awesome. Oh, she made a great point. There are, there are a lot of mysteries in the Bible and yeah, the, she just said, if you, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. But a lot of times we don't always seek with all of our hearts. We, a lot of times we just, we just go to church, listen, and then go about our life sometimes as if nothing happened. Um, and as my, as my, uh, Pastor friend from Pakistan said it's it's supposed to be an, an everyday thing and not not a Sunday thing, so we should be searching the scriptures every day, because it, it's a conversation, it's a relationship. If it's just religion, then you've missed the whole point. If it's a relationship, it'll be like no other relationship you've ever had. It will guide you. It will change your life. It will make you a completely different person, which it should. If it's not changing you, then that's kind of on you because God's doing his part, but he always expects us to do our part. So anyway, we are starting, we are finishing uh, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6. Uh, verse 13. And lead us not to temptation, and deli but deliver us from the, from evil. For thine is the kingdom and power and, and the glory forever. Amen. The talking stick. So the first part says, lead us not into temptation. So the first part says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So that first part, lead us not into temptation. That, but when Jesus says that, he's not asking God to not lead us into temptation. Uh, the actual translation, a proper translation says, you do not lead us into temptation. Talking to his father. He's saying that he's saying that God does not lead us into temptation. He's acknowledging that God does not lead us into temptation, as it already says in James. So it's not a request. It's like 
Yes, it's, it's an acknowledgement, or, or like a, like a command or a prayer. But um, see, in James chapter one, let me find it real quick. I had it before. It says uh, James one thirteen says, "Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil." neither tempts he any man so of course jesus already knew that so he's acknowledging that jesus does not lead us in temptation um but then he, he adds on to that delivers from evil uh now he he does allow us to go in, into temptation because he he is trying us um uh, so like james that same chapter uh verses two through four says my brother count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations or trials knowing this that the trying of your faith works patience but let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing and if anyone lacks wisdom ask of god who gives to all men liberally and unbraided Underbraids not, and it shall be given him. So we, okay. Sorry. So my translation says, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the teasing, the testing of your faith, not teasing, testing of your faith produces endurance. I like that word in there because endurance makes me think of like when you play sports and get into athletics, it's that, can you complete this? Um, it's kind of like a test, like testing yourself and let endurance have its perfect result that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So like literally we can make it through anything. We just have to ask God to help us through it. Um, I like the way that it says God gives generously because that word is, I think is very personal for us. It's a feeling word. So generous is, you know, we think about when we go to the grocery store and help somebody, we're being generous, we're showing generosity. So that word I think makes it more personal. So sorry. Anyways, I like that version. <laughs> Here's a talking stick. Um, so that, that that reminds me of a proverb I read earlier, uh, I guess it was yesterday or maybe Friday. It says, uh, a, friend, uh, a, brother's, a brother loves at all times, but uh, a friend loves at all times, but a brother is born for adversity. And at first I thought, brothers are born for adversity like i know my, my i have some brothers that <laughs> cause some adverse reactions <laughs> we don't get along very well uh, but that's not what it's talking about it's, it's talking about that person you depend on when you come across when you come across adversity that person who helps you get through adversity there's not the person causing <laughs> there's not the person causing adversity this person getting you through the adversity and 
<laughs> and so um, that that changes the, the the meaning of that scripture profoundly when when you get it when you understand what what it means. So so in in, in this verse, it's talking about God being there for adversity, but he he allows us to go through these things so that we learn to rely on him because if, if life was easy we we wouldn't depend on anyone we, we would have this pride about us thinking that that we did all this ourselves and sometimes god lets us fail so that we ask him for help the next time um like sometimes we fail exams or certifications or so forth and if, if we just passed every exam the first time with a straight A, we'd think it was, oh, it's all us. But obviously it's not. And even if it was all us, technically, um, we have to also remember that whatever intelligence we have, God gave that to us. Yeah. So if, you know, we we learn and we go to school or we have time to study is all those things are in God's time. Also, um, in, in September, I passed a huge exam and I had just left one company I was working for and was not working for a company at the moment. And at the time I thought this is awful. I never not worked before. I feel awful. I feel like I'm not contributing. I feel like I can't function this way, but it gave me this extra time to finish school and study for my exam. And hang on one second. And so that that time that was allotted for me, I would never have taken that on my own. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I don't miss work. Um, I wouldn't have taken that time for myself. But God made it available to me, to us. He kept us financially afloat through it. And I mean, was it tough at times? Of course it was. But there's no way I would have been able to pass that exam without it. Um, for sure. But I also want to say one other thing before I gave you back the talking stick. I'm sorry. Apparently, I'm running my mouth today. Um, <laughs> you were talking about um, we we can't. God has to have us learn to rely on Him. You know that that's part of that relationship. Um, I'm doing a new program for work, so I do behavioral therapy, and the um, program I'm working with right now talks about how you teach a child that's trauma based. ABA is when you teach a child that's had trauma you always relinquish control to them when they have when they exhibit a behavior especially a small behavior because then you don't have to get to the big behaviors so when you give them the control and the small behaviors it teaches them that their words have power what it also teaches them is that they can rely on you to get reinforcement so they are uh, they learn that in all these situations you're the person who provides it for them. Well, if we didn't stop and give it to them here and there, they would never know that. God does the same thing with us. He doesn't just never answer any prayers. Sometimes he answers little tiny ones. Sometimes he answers great big ones. But if he didn't answer little ones along the way and show us that we can rely on him, we would never get to the big parts. We would be quitting long before. We would be like some of my kiddos on the floor beating their head against a wall because they've never ever seen reinforcement because they've never had the behaviors that have allowed them to get to reinforcement. So by taking it back and giving them control, 
So God's giving us a little control to, for choice, right? I mean, we talked about this the other day about the choice of doing right and wrong. Kayla and I talked about this, right, Kai? We talked about like, we have the choice to do right and wrong. And Kayla was like, but the, you know, God has it all planned for us. He has it all laid out for us. Why, why does it matter? In the end, it's going to all end up the same. And I said, no, I said, it's kind of like a tree. It's like branches. We get to make a choice. It's the same thing. We get to make a choice, but God also reinforces those choices on the, on the way to help steer us in the right direction without he, forcing us. He knows it, but he does know it's um, one of those two. Well, he knows to a point, he knows that that's the case, but he also knows that he needs to give us choices so that we can along the way learn through it and learn that when the choices aren't right, he's there for us to fall back on and put us back on the right path. So. Also, when he, when mom had that time <laughs> off of work, when mom had that time off of work, she um, also got to spend some more time with her family. That's right. And I did. And I got to, you know, reflect on how really, how important family is and, um, I made sure that I've worked really hard with this new company and this company is a great company to work with, to have us set boundaries and standards. Um, I worked really hard to make sure that family is first after God, because we've got to put our things in order. You know, it's got to be God family and then our jobs and our other things like that. And I love my job. So that makes it easy, but sometimes it takes over too. So here's my talking stick. <laughs> oh, it's coming back. Sorry. Um, so made some excellent points. Um, so anytime, anytime we, we, we say a prayer, we, we invite God to help us. And sometimes he urges us to pray. But it's always a partnership. And I, I hear a lot about, uh, you know, we talk about predestination, how God knows the end from the beginning. But if, if you think about it, God knows every potential decision we could make, and He has a plan for whatever whatever decision we could make. There, there are so many blessings that God has for us that we never pray for, and then therefore don't get. Uh, and Anna just had a birthday, and. We basically had to pry out of her what she wanted for her birthday almost every year. <laughs> and I think, well, we want to give you something. We want to we want to bless you on your birthday. And like, I don't want anything. Like, okay, well, just have the same old clothing, the same old this, same old that. And it's good to to be content and with, with what you have. But God also wants to give you so much more. Not just because, not just you can be rich and whatever, but so that you can participate in the growing of the kingdom, and, and that's we're, we're, we're going to discuss that in a little bit. We're, we're, we're going to start a prayer journal, um, but every prayer is an opportunity to join God in His work. So uh, anyway, as we were going along, I forgot what I was talking about. 
Um, let's see. All right. So, so the next part is deliver us from evil. Uh, still verse 13. Matthew 6. Yeah, Matthew 6, 13. So um, the actual translation is to deliver us from the evil one. There are, there are five different wor Greek words for evil. This particular verse says the evil one, which we know is Satan. Yeah, devil to Satan, same thing. Anyway, so, um, but Satan uses all kinds of things to, to distract us, to get us off in the wrong path. And, um, like, one of those things is entertainment. Uh, the, the, the Roman Empire started the fall. The beginning of the fall of the Roman Empire began when they started making entertainment a priority over work. And a, a lot of times we, um, we, we do that in our, in our own lives where we, 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 we could be working longer hours, whatever, or we could be doing other good things besides work. Um, a, a lot of young people are getting get on to uh, TikTok and Snapchat and so forth, and they, they can, even adults, I'm not saying just kids, even adults can waste hours watching videos on on their phone. And playing games. And playing games and so forth. And you, you look up and go, holy Holy cow, we just wasted two or three hours on, on a computer when we could have been doing something more productive. And it's not necessarily bad things that we're watching. Um, of course, you know, watching too much violence or too much of, you know, pornography obviously is, should not be in, in our view, viewership. But sometimes it's just stupid things um you know, just there's been a lot of talk about TikTok, which is owned by which is partially owned by the chinese government now TikTok in in china has a different name it's called uh du yin but du yin shows it du yin celebrates teachers it it celebrates kids accomplishing things in in, in uh, academics and science and, and martial arts and the performing arts sports whatever it it shows people like winning awards and stuff like that so it's promoting the best things that a, a, a society can do and TikTok itself is not allowed in china Think about it. it's not allowed. It's in every other country in the world, but except for China, where it came from. TikTok around the world, ha oh yeah, and, and Du Yin has a curfew. So if you're under 13, you can only watch it for 40 minutes a day, and then it cuts you off. And there's a curfew from like, uh, after, after 10 p.m., you can't watch it. But everywhere else in the world, 
TikTok is full of straight nonsense. Just people dancing, people hurting each other for fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> type pod challenges, you know. Um, the, 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 there was a there was a reporter who started an account at, uh, as a 13-year-old boy and as a 13-year-old girl. The stuff they showed the 13-year-old girl was all about how depressing life was and, and how all these people are committing suicide and it's just straight depression. It's like, no wonder all these teenagers are depressed and no wonder we have such a spike in suicides because that's all they see is straight depressing stuff. And then... For the for the boy, the first thing that popped up was this kid laughing at this girl for being stoned to death in a Muslim country for being sexually assaulted. There's, there's nothing funny about that, but they're showing this kid laughing. And so socially, mentally, subconsciously, as we think that because he's laughing that we're supposed to laugh. And that makes us um completely desensitized to violence to right and wrong um like i just, just saw this video this 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 woman got arrested because she was dr drinking and driving killed two people and all she cared about was when she could go back to school because she was in college and, and the cop was like you're not going back to college you're going to jail you're going to prison and she didn't go into prison for 12 years, but she couldn't get that through her head. He's like, you just killed two people. Drinking and driving. You were irresponsible and you killed two people. And she's like, well, can't go back to school on Monday? No. What about next week? No. A week after that? You're not going back to school. Ever. <laughs> Maybe when you get out of prison. So anyway, she ended up getting like 12 years for that, but... It's just she is so desensitized to the fact that she killed two people because she was all about her. And as I spent six years in the army doing the psychological operations, if we wanted to run an entire country, TikTok is how we would do it if we could get away with it. In a generation or two, we could just completely stupefy an entire country if we could get them all watching TikTok. And this is why y'all don't want, that's why y'all aren't on TikTok. That's why there are congressional debates about banning TikTok from the United States because it's that bad. But that's just one thing. That's just one example of ways we can waste our time uh, playing video games for hours. Um, honestly, if you if you're not financially successful, you should not be playing games. You don't have time. If you're on if you're on welfare, you don't have time for games. You need to be finding meaningful employment, starting a business, doing something to get out from under the thumb of the government but anyway well and like, like you were saying earlier uh before the show started things that make us we don't have the patience to take time for god mm -hmm. um yeah or like that was that that game 
um, Candy Crush, where you think, oh, I'm really good at this. Well, they keep, they keep giving you helps and helps and extra lives and so forth. And if you're even decently good at it, you could go through dozens of games and think, oh, I'm really good at this. I'm, so you end up wasting so much time on something that you're not, that it has no consequence. Uh, when, when I was in the army, I'd have soldiers come up to me and go, I'm a general in Call of Duty. No one cares. Get back to work. Break the leaves. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So army coming in. But like, but people think that because they accomplish something in a video game that they're more qualified to be a soldier. And no, you just have really strong thumbs. That's, that's all you accomplished for your three hours of stupidity. But, um, so we, let's see what time we have here. Oh, wow. Um, so the, the, the next part is, uh, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And interestingly enough, that verse, it's in the King James, the New King James, it is not in some of the newer translations. And I could just go, just kind of skip over that, but um, in fact, I just got the new Prep Swindoll study Bible, and I was really excited about it, I looked it up, and it wasn't in there, I was like, oh, I'm going to take the Bible back. But as I get to researching, um, Turns out, a lot of the translations, a lot of the uh, manuscripts prior to 400 AD didn't have that in there. It is in Second Chronicles 9, but it wasn't actually in the original text. So, um, but we're going to talk about textual criticism in, in other uh, studies, though. So, anyway, uh, thanks for watching, and join us next time for Wildfire Kingdom. Discount until the wallet price is